Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Kicker Fishing. I have uh, Randy Spicer from Kicker Fishing, and I have, uh, I guess, special guest Matt Florentino sitting in, hanging out with them. We talked to Randy about uh, the company, uh, his rollerblading career, uh, and some funny stories. And we do talk about the new uh, bait he has coming out. I guess it's not new, but he's got multiple sizes. It's the uh, Pickle Kick. So it's it's a great episode. Uh, thanks guys for coming on again, and and I, I think you guys will like it. We'll do a little busting balls, and this is after Wes's. So I'm, I'm still a little, I'm, I'm on a good one still. So uh, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to this one, and uh, we will see you guys Wednesday at Fred Hall. So I'll be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll be at the UFO event, and Sunday I'll be back there. Come pick up. I, we have three shirt designs. We have the new uh, Goonie Wolf shirt. The Calico uh, Cast and Crank podcast shirt. We have Big Gus shirt, which is the uh, Mike in the Hand Cast and Crank shirt. And then we have the original six-pack shirt. So we'll have all three of those at Fred Hall. At uh, the UFO event, we will have crew necks of the Mike in Hand shirt. So if you guys want to check any of those out, please come by, grab a shirt. Also, uh, I think that's it for now. Next week, we have Cool Baits. That'll be a video, too, as well, than The 100th. So we're on 98 right now. It's a lot of episodes. Can't believe I've done this many. Uh, take a listen to the ads, please. Olukai, Irod, Swimbait Underground. All of these guys support us to help this podcast go. So I'd appreciate it if you listen. And if you can, give us a five-star review. Put a rating on iTunes, whatever you guys want. Something cool, funny. And hope to see everyone at Fred Hall. Come by, say what's up. Buy some stuff. Later on, guys. Irod has been in the freshwater rod game for over 10 years. In recent years, they released the Kaimana Saltwater Series and have everything covered from harbor bass to bluefin tuna at affordable prices and come with a lifetime warranty on all rods. I've been fishing the new Coastal Series 733 and 764 rod for about uh, three or four months now. I also fish the 804 and, and the, uh, the 805. And I fished those with Bobby, and I caught a nice uh, sand bass when I went out with him, like a five-pounder. I put a picture up a couple months ago, and the 733, I actually caught uh, my two bass that if you look at my recent post, that that's all I wanted to do at the SBS, that rod helped me do it. So I'm pretty stoked on these rods. Definitely check them out. IROD will be releasing a rail rod and two additions to the Coastal Series at the Fred Hall this year. The 794 designed by Jeremy Poe and the 73 spinning rod designed by James Collins. 
There will be huge savings at Fred Hall on all iRods. Performance tackle, save on tackle, turners will all have iRods in stock, so check them out. To find out more about iRod, check out www.irodfishing.com or at iRodFishing on Instagram. Check out Swimbait Underground at swimbaitunderground.com, an online community dedicated to swimbait fishing worldwide. The Swimbait Underground Forum offers information on how to swimbait from the like-minded members, grassroots section for bait building, black market to buy, sell, trade swimbaits, and swimbait-related goods, along with monthly online swimbait-only tournaments with prize packs. The SU community also lives outside of the forum on social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, highlighting the SU forum and everything swimbaiting worldwide. Stay connected for free swimbait online tournaments and prizes, community events, SU swimbait collaborations, and gear. Um, again, these guys supported us from day one, and I, I appreciate everything they've done for us, so please go support them. I'm sure all you guys are already following them, so I don't need to say much more. Thanks for listening, guys. Aloha was born in Hawaii, but the Aloha spirit holds no geographic boundaries. With Aloha as our foundation, Olukai takes a different approach to footwear. Olukai crafts the highest quality shoes and sandals with premium materials and artistic story detail with style, durability, and versatility for today's watermen and waterwomen who lead an active, ocean-bound lifestyle. In fact, Olukai's water-friendly Nohea Moku slip-on shoe and the ulele sandal are actually made to get wet whether you're loading up the boat with supplies at the dock shoreline fishing from the rocks or scoping out the best place to cast from the beach nohea muku and the ulele is destined to keep you sure-footed with comfortable island style through every step of the journey shop or find your local retailer at olukai.com i think matt go ahead and check yours matt yo check Okay, everyone try to keep it about two inches from your... Like, you got to keep it check, close. Check. Sorry like if these that. dudes fucking mucked it up for you. Has some stinky breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> check, check, check. One time, my kid, I don't know if you've ever seen the video, he was up there going, like, talking in the mic all fucked up, and someone came the next day. He's two. Yeah. And they're like, man. This makes And I'm like, it's all wet. I'm like, oh, my bad. My kid was fucking You're sucking on it, yeah. <laughs> it sucks, Standard. dude. <laughs> Um. So man, we got Matt back, and we had Randy, the two legends. Man, thirty-eight pound was it thirty? Thirty-five, six, eight. Thirty-five, six, eight. That, huh? And yeah. that feels like that's vintage now. Feels like yeah. <laughs> well, Ben, C- ben Seacrest wants to argue that shit and tell him about his big bag. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, Benny's big bag. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. Uh, no, but like you guys are like the SBS SWBA like big bag too, right? That was the biggest bag that that was ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would say far as artificials only tournament <laughs> in that regard, you know, um, local, local. Like that's probably the thing I'm most proud about is off the beach. That's calicos, wild, dude. Like now that I mean, which Benny's was too, for what it's worth. Um, it's just a whole different program. But back don't then. you like nothing to take away from Benny at all? Yeah, Benny different Greg, time though, yeah. right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you pull up thirty eight right now or thirty five right now. You're gonna lose your shit. Yeah. Oh, totally. Would yeah, you not? Tripping. Because it, it's pretty popular now, right? Is mm-hmm. it not? Yeah. I yeah. mean, anytime you break that thirty pound mark is a special day, right? Yeah. Especially in a tournament. It um, just, I mean, it's kind of those things. Is like, and my dad does this every. If you go to his seminars, like, sorry, dad, not to throw out your gig. Oh but, man, um, look at him. One of the first things he asks is like, <laughs> okay, who's got a five pounder? Who's got a four pounder? Who's got a five pounder? Everybody's hands are up, and then you know, as he goes up to that eight, nine, ten mark. All the hands start to fall. It might yeah. be one or two guys. So say there's like 50 guys. Yeah. 
two out of those 50 may have a you know a double digit yeah and in the tournament you know world of things a 20 25 pound bag you know that that's very tangible but get into that 30 pound range for you know calico sand bass it's you know that's amazing you guys are done, yeah. you know, but not it's not a common deal um he has a couple few i don't know how many 30 <laughs> pound your, bags i got your, another uh, one with reynolds one did time. you mm-hmm. what's your pb my, uh, my personal best is uh eight pound i think 13 ounces I haven't even made a nine pounder really? yet. Yeah. How many? How many of those have you caught? Eight I've, pounders, dude. I got uh, at least ten eight pounders. I, That's least. great. I've uh, been on the boat for quite a few. <laughs> I, mean, of them. And I mean, can you bring the mic a little closer? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I told you, you there was a time thing, we were, bro. I know, right? <laughs> Just put it in your mouth. Um, <laughs> yeah, Google it. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I swear there was a time we'd go to Catalina and like every weekend we'd catch an eight. Like just every time we'd go, you know, full weekend well, warrior style. Like we kind of joke about it about how now we've been fishing for so long i feel like we have so much accumulated knowledge and tackle and all these things but hold on guys i'm yeah. sorry why the fuck isn't this recording oh no start from right here and start with what you're talking about go for it the accumulated knowledge oh tackle catalina yes oh that's what you're saying randy's saying about how back in the day we would just you know we would just we literally didn't know what we we're doing we would just you know go to the island go to anywhere we thought that looks cool pull it up you know we fished maybe you know we only knew certain parts of the island but we would always seem to catch big fish it was yeah. just seemed easy back then just with what little we knew and now it's like we've been fishing for a long time um you know we have we know areas we know baits we know certain things and conditions and maybe it just got a little more difficult or it, it just seems like that you know more now and you catch less it's weird oh, totally. i think so what's cool to have both of you guys on is i feel like i've told a lot of parts no, I have. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I got guys on that have told a lot of parts about the story of Calico. And I feel like uh, the OG guys, not saying like past Benny, but with Weedless, um, your name has come up. Your name has come up. So it's cool to have you guys on to kind of tell your part of the story. Like, yo, I remember going out, you know, like, and, uh, you know, Mike Lane was making those Weedless heads yeah. or whatever. So you guys were using those heads and doing whatever you had to do. It's kind of, yeah. And like- it's not like... Pre-war baits. What did you do? Everyone uses fucking war baits. What did you do before war baits? And that's what you guys did. Yeah. So that, but you know? pre-war baits is the arky head. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Well, that's, yeah. That's the stem yeah. bridges. And like, I've, you know, and actually my buddy, uh, my fish partner Ron now, he's like, dude, do you hear stem bridges about, you know, he mentioned you guys and all that. And you, we were down the, going down the SD tournament for uh, Jerry's deal. And they played. Hey, it. that was rough, huh? Oh, brutal! It sucked. Uh, yeah, oh, I, talking about like how yeah. much we suck now. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. I did not wait. <laughs> there you go. Did you guys both? Did you yeah, guys yeah. Both? Who I, are you we call with? like the uh, Skylar Catchedonian. Okay, <laughs> and he's a stick man. And yeah. we we caught like thirty five fish. You guys caught last year, I think, the first tournament I went to. You guys caught the big fish. It was in Long, oh. was in Long Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys it, caught like a nine pounder. I yeah, think. yeah, he, on the yeah. crank. Yeah, dude. On the freshwater rod too. I was like, I was telling him like, oh, I brought the you know my big stick just in case you like you know crank up a big ass ca- uh, calico or or sand bass yeah. and he's like and we were literally talking about it i was like i didn't bring my ritual rod the crank rod and yeah you know, like just because what if you hook a nine he's like well yeah i was just thinking and he literally hooked that nine <laughs> i shit you not that was exactly what happened it was like what the oh, hell dude just always put it, huh? put always. it in the universe so fucking, and sometimes yeah. it just happens yeah. you know yeah and that's what it's so cool is you guys kind of like uh for i'm gonna say our generation because you guys are what how old are you randy um 39 35 I'm 39. We're in the same generation, yeah. so it's like pre-fishing. Uh, you got you were doing roller, which we're going to get into later. <laughs> Both of you guys rollerblade, yeah. so it's cool. But when you got into fishing, it, the calico thing wasn't the same it is now. Yeah. There was no war baits then. Mm-hmm. No um, swim baits. 
Yeah. Wait, wait, maybe uh, MC and Pearl. Yeah, I, maybe. And I think. I mean, even yeah, way MC, before Pearl, that, it's just Hammer, like basically what? people just swim baits and iron for calico for the most part which and is wild right i mean to think about like do you now so it's cool to hear from you guys because it's like uh, hearing from younger guys are going to be like yeah it was fucking different then yeah totally different okay i don't even have to ask you the question so like, back. you're like no 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 no, we, no <laughs> it was fucking different it was uh, there was a lot more bites in yeah was there not uh, it was i, mean, I, I don't know, know. you still you get have bit. Your days, you could still get you know? bit. i mean it's not like no it's you could get bit now but Okay, San Clemente, could you do the same you could now, Ben? I just think that the the island's just going through something different yeah. right now. With really? all that warmer okay. water I, and stuff, I think, with that. Because all, right. all these tuna are here, you know, like, the tuna. <laughs> all these tuna are here. And it's <laughs> hey, like, it's just been, Boston, bro? Yeah, it's 60, we got, we got 61 <laughs> yeah. degree water right now in the middle of, like, That's winter. And it's, like, normally yeah. 54, 55 or something like that. So, it just seems different. It's just going through a cycle. Yeah. They'll all be back. Yeah, I don't I mean, think they're gone. And before this, Randy asked me, I was like, dude, why don't we start fishing? And I was like, good question, because... It's somewhere around, you know, as far as when me and him started fishing, it's got to be 2006-ish, 7-ish, yeah, sometime mm-hmm. around there. Um, so, and I was, you know, on paper, that was quite a while ago. And That's when you guys started uh, calico fishing. Like, yeah, as far as when mm-hmm. me okay. and him just kind of like, you know, started That's when you actually up. fishing together. talked about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I might have talked about, about I think on the, what do you, ah, I fucking wish I remember what episode that was. Are you talking about a hyperhole, that boat? You guys talked about, because I put the little part in. Yeah. So I did a best of uh, my favorite episodes, and one was Matt. Oh, right. When you guys talked about the bag. And oh, you talked yeah. about fixing the fucking boat in the parking that, lot. Oh, my god. Yeah, gosh. that was, yeah. So the big bag yeah. was one thing, and then sinking the hyper hole was a different thing. Um, <laughs> Wait, and you then, sunk a boat? No, pretty close. Pretty much. We basically <laughs> okay, so this is what happened. didn't. This is how it went we down. It like I love how you guys, you can tell your guys are like really good friends because you guys are cutting off each other like yeah, married couples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. But we, we were like, we decided one day we were going to um, like skip out on work, pre-fish the day before the tournament up in Santa Barbara. And so we drive all the way out there and we get out there, we launch the boat. It's like whatever, six in the morning. We hang a right. We go up to Naples, about 22 miles north of the harbor. And we get there. We like, uh, we <laughs> I think that's what happened. Hey, <laughs> hey, and then, hey oh, uh, we're going to do out? a dolphin. Sorry. Er, then, hold like, on, hold on, wait. One yep. of those? Yeah, there we go. All right, so, so we roll there. We get there, right? <laughs> so go, hey, I got, you, I got you, I got you. So we, we hang a right, right? We go 22 miles north, right? So when we get there, we like we roll up to the spot, right? And then um, <laughs> Dude. we roll up to the spot. And I turn my bilge on because normally there's water in the boat, right? Of and I'm like, Always, oh, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, my $30,000 uh, $30, boat I bought off of Craigslist, you know what I mean? It wasn't even meant to go in the salt water, but. Wait, wait, and, you bought, what did you buy? Uh, it was, it wasn't even like a name, like there wasn't a name brand. The, How much did you buy for? Like three grand. It was like, okay. it was a little 18 foot hyper hole. Like it looked like a little mini catamaran. It looked like it was supposed to be like some kind of so flat, had a like flat hole. Kind of yeah, like yeah. Sort of, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, it was just a. Had single a channel little 150 yamaha it was on it really rad it, was it jammed like, it fucking jammed yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like visually all right, all right. it was like a really rad like setup yeah. and it had like a it had like a i call it grip tape deck because <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it had no carpet but it had like a grip tape on it and it just had a lot of flavor as far as like especially what we we're trying to do <laughs> and uh i think like on the the paperwork it says like spcns which means it's like some private builder kind of yeah, thing, yeah. something like that right so anyways we get there and uh you know the bilge. You know the bilge doesn't go on. I don't hear it. No water came out. I was like thinking, oh maybe that's cool. Maybe the there was just no water in the boat. And I was like, ah no, that doesn't make sense. So I open up the hatches, and this boat was super weird. Like, you open the hatches, you literally saw the bottom of the boat. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. even like you could store something in there, and it was completely full of water. Oh, and, and how like, far out are, are tw- you? About twenty two miles north say, of the you, harbor, so right? The, so we were trying to get to Gaviota, and Gaviota was about twenty miles. We okay. didn't get all the way to Gaviota. Okay. I think we were about maybe halfway thirteen miles. Okay. About thirteen. It's still miles pretty out. deep. 
to I realize that your boat is full of water, like, you know? And like in that in- instant, he looks at me, you get that, the, that eye contact. The touch like, of God, oh, right? Yeah. You guys yeah. got the touch well, of like, God. We gotta go. like, oh, oh. But yeah. I, I went to like see if I could stick my hand down there to clear the bilge yeah. up. Maybe it was like plugged or something. I stick my hand in there and I go, Bzz! I get shocked. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I'm like, <laughs> and you got to remember, I was, so I was like, uh, I had to double check, right? I was like, I was like, oh, you know, maybe... <laughs> Uh, maybe it, maybe I didn't get shocked. Maybe I didn't get shocked. So I stick my hand in there. Oh yeah, I got shocked. I'm like, all right, cool. Because the little the battery, I looked, the battery yeah. was completely yeah, yeah, underwater. Yeah. You know, so we like bone out, and when we go to take off, we're like valve is straight up in the air, oh and water's pouring out of the back hatches <sighs> of the boat. So, I, I always think back, like, so I remember, like, we were putting out, and and know, this was what year? How this has got to be 2008, seven, eight, seven, seven, seven. These yeah. are grown ass men, right. twenty eight years like old, twenty seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was oh, that time. dude, I had a fucking five year old then. Can you think of that? Oh right. my god. <laughs> yeah. So we, we we end up making it back to the harbor, right? And right as we get to the harbor and we like slow down, I noticed like the the P line coming out of the motor was shrinking. And I was like, oh, oh we're yeah. sinking, dude. I'm like, go go, Mo, Mo Bino, go go. And he floors like my floors, but goes. Bow is straight up again, water pouring out. Everyone's yelling at us like, slow down, you can't go. To-. Nah. I'm like, fuck that, we're sinking. I'm like, we're going, you know. So and if you've been to Santa Barbara, thank God that's a really small harbor. Yeah, so you yeah. basically you cut in. And it's a quick left and then a right, and then you're in there. Kind of like uh, Huntington Harbor a little bit. It's actually like a Smaller fraction of that. that. Yeah. 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 It's, wow. it's pretty tiny. Um, all right. So we end up getting the boat on the trailer, luckily. Like, first we tried to do it, it was all heavy and it went all cockeyed. So we yes. like re put it back on it. Because, like, a, a tri or I mean, the. We didn't even hit the dock. I it's think, hard I with think, the tri hole to load on the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think I jumped out of the boat, <laughs> run to the car, hop in. <laughs> Drop the trailer back, yeah. throw it on. I'm like, wow, we actually... And, and you just see all the water coming out. <laughs> like, Right, we pulled the plug. It was just sitting there water for like a half hour pouring out of the boat. We literally just parked the boat and we took a nap. And we're like, we'll figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we had the tournament the next day. So, and we're like, we're, we're, deter- we're determined. We're going to fish this. So this is the 10-bag tournament or no? No, no, no. Oh, this no. Is, uh, I'm sorry, not the 10-bag. I think in the Fucking last podcast, I was talking about all the things that went wrong with yeah. us getting started, tournament fishing, kind of like that whole yeah. deal. Um, I feel like something had to go wrong because every time something went wrong, we did really well. Oh, totally, in the tournament. yeah. We, we, like, <laughs> that's and like, that's yeah. when we talk about the thirty pound, thirty something. Yeah, you said about shit breaking. And oh like, yeah, yeah. So, Leo, that was the other story. If the troll motor wasn't working, the second we pulled up the spot, um, he's literally put it together. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, as far we, as like adversity hey, we can't goes, talk about the spot anymore because these guys are entering and they're probably going to use right, it. Right, right. It's a good spot. There's things coming up. But a lot of people already know. But oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'd fucking around. I'm just fucking. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Look at you know. I mean, there's a whole like, if you know, you know. It's like, it's like people give me grief. Sometimes I'll post spots of like, you know, like, dude, you can't tell where it's at. If you know, you know. So you know. Cool. Right. I know too. They don't Whatever. know. Whatever. Right. What do you think? Uh, see, we can get into like, Yeah, like what? I don't, I mean, that's a hard one, right? I just have this whole theory that we all fish different. I've been on the boat with right. some different people. Like, and you could tell me a spot and I could go there and I probably won't catch fish because I don't fish the same way as you. Right, or you'd catch fish that we probably wouldn't yeah. have because yes, you yes, fish different. Yes. But we fish yeah. dirty water in tournaments yeah. and catch fish right behind I have, teams. I have no you know? problem, like, you know, I don't get too spun out or anything like that. But yeah, that's just me. I'm yeah. just, you know, yeah. I do my own thing. Well, let's get I, back to your thing. Yeah, we will yeah. come back to that. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> well, the Santa, Bar- the Santa Barbara yeah, tournament, Santa Barbara. we ended up actually still making it and fishing the tournament. But when we pulled the boat out of the water, we realized there was like a two and a half foot crack at the bottom, yeah. which actually came from the previous tournament, which was the Dana Point tournament, which was a month before the Santa hit? Barbara tournament. That, well, that we didn't realize it was um, was as cracked. And we probably okay. cracked it no, trying to make well, it back from PV. Probably. But like, I mean, smashing it all the way back to Dana Point. Remember? Oh, like, oh, fuck, so the reason dude. why the hole had a hole in it <laughs> is that the previous tournament he's alluding to was in Dana Point. Um, we I, we were we did good that year, for one. <laughs> but at that tournament, we made a run from Dana we're all the way up to Palos Verdes <laughs> in his seventeen foot um, 
little riverboat. Hey, hold on. Yeah, I've done that once in my 17 footer. Cool. For fun. Totally worth it. Yeah. Dude, it takes how long? I had a 60. You guys had a 115. Right? Is it like an hour? Probably an hour. Dude, it took me like probably like two. On the way there, I feel like we had good weather, but it turned to shit on the way home, if I remember correctly. Well, in the morning, it was good, but we knew that there was a small small interval, some wind, standard, Mm -hmm. like, you know, afternoon travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, hold on. Before we jump to PPB, because that's a whole other story, because wait until we tell you how we got to the PPB tournament. Oh, sorry. Okay, so that, so that's a whole hey, other story. you can story. be excited, but just right. keep that. I'm too hyped. I'm like just running away from the mic. I'm like, oh, you got to hear the story. This is going to be great. But Santa Barbara, we ended up going to um, West West Marine, getting a new bilge pump. Yeah. And then we went to um, Home Depot, and we bought all this like fiberglass stuff, and we just went behind fiberglass. Uh, you behind, told that, behind Home Depot? that no, story. Like, yeah, so we were like, so as far story, as going to things and supplies, we were all in at the, at the point that we got a bilge pump. And we also got the hand pump, like just in case. Just in case, like, dude, as if that's gonna do out, yeah. And then we proceeded to go to Home Depot and do some fiberglass. And we just never went uh, faster than just. But we, you know, I don't think we planed the, I whole, the end of the yeah, tournament I, the next I day. I remember, well, like, even before this all happened, I remember at to a point like we were both are fairly defeated. Like, dude, <laughs> yeah. we had just driven all the way up here. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a new new area, and we just you know, Santa Barbara's not like you know, it's not Long Beach or it's not anywhere yeah. you get us you know, go back to the house or whatever. It's like, okay, we took this time to come up here. Obviously this sucks. Like, did he, I mean, Randy's like, do we go home or what should we do? I'm like, should we fix him? Like, we got to try. Right. And you another know? thing I want to say is, uh, you guys, this is what year? 2007 oh, or something. Yeah. Eight. Was this SWBA? SWBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no, there wasn't two classes either. Right. There was either master. There's no, only master. There, yeah, no, no, so that's one, one yeah. thing I want to say is like, to me, is a big deal because you guys entered the master's division pretty much right off the bat. Yeah, they just yeah. had one division. Yeah, right? one they division. didn't have a rookie or anything like that. So keep going. I just want to make that <laughs> yeah. point because people might not know that. They might yeah. think there's two divisions. Yes. So and this, so yeah, this is SWA pre-SBS <clears throat> or anything else. Mm-hmm. It was just, that was the only game in town. Yeah. And, you know, there was probably, I don't know how many guys, 50, 60 teams or two. Teams that are yeah, mm-hmm. pretty devoted. And now it's like our full gig. Um, but yeah, we... We're left with this. Okay, what are we gonna do? And we, you know, but we always kind of like persevere, uh, persevered, persevered yeah. and you know, use that as motivation in some weird way to just like at least it's a challenge in front of us. Like, let's figure it out. Yeah. So we had been, and remember, I mean, we had spent time from that last tournament at the boatyard after work on the boat. Like we literally, Randy cut out like pieces. Like it was a whole. Like, I tried to replace the gas tank myself, and I did not know what I was doing. I just are kept, you like, pretty handy? Like, I mean, I can fix it, but I just. Google everything, like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, there I did it. There I fixed it, you know? Real Google. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mind you, yeah. Resources, for, you know, there wasn't just 50, a couple hundred videos on YouTube on probably yeah, the right yeah, thing to do. Yeah, it was yeah. just piecemealing whatever you could get and take your, you know, best guess on how to do it. But, um, yes, yeah, so we spent all that time and, you know, it's like, after all that, we got to at least try to do something, right. you know? So we get all these, you know, all these supplies at Home Depot. Um, pull up in the back where can we do this you know and we were staying at um um brian's house mm-hmm. um he lives in Goleta. Brian davis brian davis yeah uh it's like we can't do it at brian's house you know let's just pull up in the back home depot <laughs> at least it's fairly low key up there and then we just went to town on like the biggest fiberglass band-aid we could you know i, I made together. sure to buy one of those um home depot white hats have you seen like the painter hats <laughs> yeah. just to make sure i didn't get my hair you know or something because like laying on the bottom like on the like under the boat hey you the know? most important I, thing the hair well, bro i guess like, that's, yeah. <laughs> that was, <laughs> right, right. that's probably the best thing at least with me and this dude is that like we 
keep it pretty fun regardless yeah. if you just yeah. almost killed ourselves yeah. sinking a boat you know <laughs> right we could at least laugh about how it. long did you guys fish together as a team God, four, for a minute four or five years i think yeah it's a, a long time right i mean yeah i would say maybe like yeah oh six oh seven until like 2000 and something rather mm-hmm. and how five. long my, my second question is how long were you fishing out of a boat for like calico before you entered the tournament not too long i think once we started like fishing together yeah. we started doing the tournaments together pretty quick so was it like a year of you like did you do this before a little bit on different boats yeah, I had a couple teams prior to him. Okay. I fish with two other how guys. How long but, have you been doing the I whole would, Calico thing before the tournament? I would say get into like far as Randy gets started. I mean, I'm I'm in a little different case as far as like, you know, I kind of grew up doing You're it dead. with my dad. So, yeah. you But know, Randy, I'll, how long? Um, I don't know, maybe a year and a half, two years. I'd say two years. I fished with two different people for two seasons before I fished yeah. with him. And like, Were you uh, big fishermen before too? Oh yeah, I, I, would, I loved fishing? Um, fishing like halibut from the jetties and stuff like that. When you were younger, like yeah, yeah one of okay. my homies uh, from rollerblading, which we'll probably get to. We'll get to in a minute. He's, uh, which he's, is, he's like, really his, good at it, guys. Yeah, his ex-wife <laughs> lived here, like right down the street. So when I was like rolling through here, I haven't yeah. been here since I was like sixteen because I used to pick him up because he didn't have his license yeah. to go go and skate and stuff. Uh, he got. He lived in Whittier. Well, his girlfriend lived up here, but he was from San Diego. Okay. And so I'd always go down to San Diego and fish golf course with him. Yeah, maybe. No joke. I grew up right here. This yeah, is yeah, my yeah, mom's house is right here, guys. Oh, I yeah. actually grew up like if I could walk to my mom's in like two minutes. Oh, right. that close? <laughs> no, really close. Like that's rad. I drew. I was standing in front waiting for Wes, <clears throat> and I had dudes driving by going "fuck you, Nick," and I'm like, "oh fuck." I know. <laughs> <You know? laughs> sounds like Carson for me. Yeah, now. right. I mean, I'm, I grew up right here, so it's like people. Are, uh, Norms is like big for Whittier, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I fished a ton of golf course ponds and stuff like that. Okay. Like that was always like super fun. But one of my favorite things I used to do was uh, fish halibut off the uh, the Seal Jetty over in Seal Beach, and that I did that like a ton when, cause I didn't have a job. So I just wake up at 5am and then go and fish until like noon or whatever, and then go home and sleep and then go skate after that. So you were living down that way. I was living in Costa Mesa. Okay. I would just drive down there and I'd even do this other, like pretty stupid stuff. I'd go down into like, what are these? Like there was like, uh, what do they call it? Just like the little ditches where like, uh, all the water just kind of randomly runs through in between the cities. I mean, there's like rocks and, and there's always bait in there. So I would like get them with Sabinkis, put them in a, and they're like three miles away. And I put them in a um, little tub. Like I put them in a five gallon oh, bucket and they carry cool. all the way down the jetty just to catch halibut. And then I learned how to Honor snag smell. Asian over there, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that, if, if you know what's up, you, you're trying to catch halibut. Them, like, that so was fun. the deal. Yeah. If you put that extra work in and have the right bait and all that, I mean, if that's what you're doing, like mm-hmm. you were getting bit, another guy wasn't. So it was pretty fun. <laughs> and that's old school, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Not it's many just like guys, knowing how to, you know, get, how to get them, you know? When I started, it was 2009. And they were doing smelts for uh, drop shotting smelts at Seventy uh, Second Street. Yep. Okay. So I was throwing the lucky craft then, and I'm like, "What is this fucking guy doing? You're like on fucking six pound line, mm-hmm. bam, bam, just catching them all." I'm like, "Fuck!" And he's doing that. And I'm like, "Wow, that's really cool." He had like a little bucket in front of him. Like it was cool, but same, right. same, same kind of fucking deal. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so. When did you get into the calico? Like, oh, I like this shit. That's a whole other story. Um, I got like super into it because uh, I re-met Justin Reynolds because I went to high school with Reynolds and um, and then he became a professional skateboarder. I became uh-huh. a professional rollerblader and our like, you know, our careers went that way and this way. And then one day, like my ex-girlfriend's best friend's boyfriend wanted to take me like... Um, Hold on, what did you just uh, say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's why it's super weird. You have to hear that connection because it's just one like... Time. Please my my ex girlfriend's best friend's boyfriend was like super into fishing, and so when we were all hanging out, he's like, "Oh yeah, you want to go float tubing one day?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." And so 
he's like, go in. You have to go to Turner's. You have to get a float tube. And I was like, oh shit, okay. I had three hundred dollars in the bank. That shit was a hundred bucks. I was like, fuck it, let's roll. So I bought, <laughs> so I bought me like this like caddis or whatever. And he got me. He's like, oh don't worry, I got. I'll get waiters for you. Um, I don't know if you knew, like saw how tall I am, but he got you know double XL waiters for me, and I was just like hey, floating like in the. Five, <laughs> right, right. I was like floating in these waiters, trying to. I didn't even need the float tube. I could have just used the waiters alone, you know. Just, but we rolled up uh, to meet his buddy that was taking him and it was fucking Justin Reynolds, dude. And I hadn't seen that guy in like nine years, like since oh, high school. Oh, that's wild. And dude. ever since then, it was, it was like, and that was what 2000, uh, it's literally 13 years ago. Cause his daughter was just born. So, Oh shit. Yeah. So that, yeah. 2000. Yeah. Do the math. What is that? I God. can't do it right now. Guys, I've had a couple beers <laughs> like 2006 in me. or something. Right? Thank oh, you. Well, 2000. <laughs> yeah. It's around there. Yeah. Oh, which is cool that people like hearing timelines. I'm just telling you like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. why I keep bugging. You. Hey, what, when was this? So like 2006, you got into, uh, this was Spotty's at the time, right? Right, so he basically... 2007. Is 2007? Yeah. Just because oh, I don't even really know. I'm fuck. just trying to put like a pin... Yeah, well, she could be for the end. Yeah, it's around that time. So... Fuck, I'm like 2000... I had a kid or... Yeah, so we were... Float, I don't even know, we, dude. We was, like, I'm like, my kid's fucking 15, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, just like wild. started float tubing a bunch, and he had like a 12-foot like Sears Game Fisher at that time. Yeah. That's the one I taught as, right? What's that? Yeah. Is that the one that taught yeah. out? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bass. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that boat, literally, like, we would fish the harbor so much and that thing and fish the walls so, like, every night when we could. And then he, uh, well, we just we started doing green bass a bunch after that, too, like, just going to all these random ponds everywhere, mm-hmm. driving all the way out to, like, the 909 just because we heard there's bass in certain ponds, like, on work nights because we are just like, fuck that shit, we got to get bit, you know? So, uh, eventually, you guys like, ever fish Los Serranos? No, I have not, but let's no. go. Right now? No way, oh, dude. I got, oh, I got in big trouble. Is it Bite? Very good. Wait, the name but, sounds uh, familiar, but <laughs> City? Los Serranos is in, I think, uh, it was 2008, 2009. My friend Roger introduced me to it. Uh, fucking uh, Chad uh, from Hookup Bates. I told him about it. He's like, oh, yeah, I know Los Serranos. It's a retirement community. Uh, yeah. I think it's like in uh, Ontario or gotcha. somewhere like that. And when I started, it was 2008 or nine. Mm-hmm. but I surfished. I didn't touch Calico. <laughs> My calico was from the surf, seven pounds. I posted it the other day. I was like, that's what I did. That's all I did was like pretty much what you guys do all the time. That's all I fucking did. Mm. Three days a week. I bought the pass, Crystal Cove. I'm giving away shit right now. People are going to be like, you fucking dickhead. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? Like I said, I lost probably like $350 in Lucky Crafts in a year. (laughs) Just fucking losing them. But I caught that seven pounder, bro. That was fucking worth it all yeah but at the time low serrano so i'm like wondering oh, man, if you mm-hmm. that that lake up there the private community is like amazing but now i'm probably giving shit away so i cut it out <laughs> probably <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> so you're fishing a lot of green bass with justin and you and yeah you we're just doing like everything a, and i just wanted to fish more sometimes and like uh, he sometimes wanted to go fish like green bass i was like oh i just i gotta get a boat and then i ended up just buying a boat and i bought that one we were talking about earlier and that's when you and you you guys knew each other from Kind of, sort of, like so. We had uh, rollerblading. Yeah, yeah, we had mutual so, rollerblading. Right. Yeah, we we had mutual homies. Yeah, Rainier. Ultimately, like this kid that like grew up in Carson, yeah, so, them skating was like. So my background, I grew up in Carson. I've always been a South Bay head. Um, bunch of Filipino kids that we all we all you're either were in a gang or you were a b boy DJ <laughs> that sort of deal, or you were straight from the Philippines. Or you like basketball, or you're on the fringe, you know, back then, like the white boy sports is what they called it. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, we always gravitated to like, we used to bodyboard. We, we never we never did like the core things, but, but we all, for some reason, got into rollerblading. 
and this for what it's worth too, this is 95, 96. So mm-hmm. post, you know, Mighty Ducks roller hockey effect <laughs> is in full swing. So yeah, before like, way before Brink, uh, yeah, fuck. like roll betting was like peaking. So like, it was just everybody in there, mama, oh, you roll blade, you like Brink? Somebody, like, everybody in my school, in my no, class, dude, that, it, it was, was like a thing. huge then. Dude. Yeah. It was big, like everywhere. And I yeah. remember I wanted to get into roller hockey, but my parents were like, oh, it's too much money, it's too much gear. So I was like, then I just would get magazines and see these dudes doing tricks. Like, oh, that's kind of rad. Um, and then our little crew got into it. So yeah, so long story short, uh, my buddy Rainier Paramity um, was a couple years older than me. He was kind of one of the original Carson heads, him and his brother, Ronald. Um, and I went to s- school with both Rainier and Ronald at a private school first, um, and then later on at Carson. But Rainier was kind of like, of everybody in our crew, Rainier was the one that kind of, he was the dude who was like really good and he kind of, you know, grew out, out of the city. He would skate, you know, with Randy and a lot of guys in the OC. That was like, like that was a core of what was going on, mm-hmm. going on as far as like what the whole country was, was, was into. Um, and yeah, so Rainier was kind of my link essentially, uh, to Randy when we would roll around with Rainier, you know, like I was good, but I was never quite like, you know, full blown, like sponsor deal, but we would kick it with all the dudes and like the <laughs> whole deal. I would just get kicked down skates and that's dope style though. <laughs> well, my whole thing was like <laughs> Matt does tricks like even now you're like yeah that shit was clean as fuck you know what I mean like when you put the skates on so that's kind of a pop F thing he's like if you do something just make sure you're doing it and you do it good <laughs> you know, know though that like no one knows unless they do something like skate ride bikes mm-hmm. it's like there's dudes that were do crazy shit yeah. there's dudes that I just were smooth perfect right. yeah you know style's everything right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah for me yeah. it's always style and like uh, it's kind of like you know it's an art form in a sense like what and I you know I skated and I what snowboarded what is that big fucking Arlo was it? Yeah, Arlo was the Eisenberg. main dude. He yeah. was the fucking. He like was yeah. a crossover, right? Like everything. Oh uh, no, he just rolled. Did he skate too? I think he's no. No, I just rolled blading. Really? Mm-hmm. He was the dude though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. He was like the first like yeah famous yeah. skater. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, it was yeah. Randy Spicer. <laughs> we'll get it. Again. Hey, since we're on that already. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Randy is pretty uh, established in rollerblading, right? Well, was I don't I skate anymore. I mean, but. you don't. So, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Do you skate at all anymore? Once in a great while, there's this like um, this competition that, that happens. And it's like it's literally one street away from my house every year in Santa Ana because my really good friend John Julio is my neighbor and he throws it in Santa Ana. And you enter it? And uh, yeah, they have a. It's called the Blading Cup, but then they have a uh, an event for people like me. They, they call it the Veterans. They Cup. call it Masters. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, they, actually, it's called the Old Man Division. It's, is like, it really it's literally the, the literally the Veterans hey, Cup. And what did you take last year? Uh, I don't, I didn't do good. I fell, but I tried hard. No, like, <laughs> like, so this is what, when I, I rode bikes, it wouldn't, to me, it wouldn't matter. Like, uh, it would matter the trick more than if you fell, I didn't give a fuck. But if you try to pull this trick, that's what mattered. Yeah. If you're down, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 if I saw yeah. someone try back in my day, like a bar spin with bikes was a big deal. Mm-hmm. 360 bar spin was crazy. Yeah. Uh, backflip was wild. Someone tried to backflip a shit. They got more respect than yeah. just not trying it. There know? was like a precedence, you know, like yes, as far as, and yes. in, in, in back then it was different. I, I mean, there was no social media. It was, VHS it, videos, happened, like, bro, right? Like, Fucked, right? Right? Yeah. Well, there was, yeah, there was VHS and there was magazines. So it was just, you know, this tangible form of media. But like back then, you know, you had to prove yourself essentially like. Um, Nine, seven, six, wasn't that a. Yeah, yeah, that was a really yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did bike crossover. That's why I only knew. Oh. For a right. second, yeah. Yeah. But, but um, let's get into your. Uh, history of like you did some big shit in rollerblading bro oh i mean i don't know i just skated <laughs> it was hey, just fun hold on. So this is have you listened to mark agashi's podcast no I okay not. if you listen to it i say hey mark 
Stop being humble and pull that fucking dick out <laughs> and swing it <laughs> around. Because we all fucking know, all know. that <laughs> so, you did something really fucking big. So let's hear about it, dude. So really quick, let me, yeah. let me segue. So like from the outsider looking in, so I was just a kid in Carson, you know. Yeah. And back then there was like you know there were like the dudes, and like you mentioned, Arlo was like the king. And yeah, as far as ninety three yeah, yeah, yeah. to like ninety five to like ninety seven mm-hmm. or so. And then Randy was this this little kid like on blades and gigantic ultra wide baggy pants, just like crushing <laughs> contests in like France and all sorts of like crazy places that like I've never even think of even going to in my life. How old were you then? Um, I I sixteen I think so ninety six. You're going to France and shit. Yeah, I got sponsored at um about fifteen years old, fifteen uh, and a half. Who was it? Well, I started skating for Rossi's, but the big sponsor was Senate at the time, and then uh, Senate started flying me everywhere, and I just kept winning the contest i just skated i thought it was just fun yeah yeah i mean spider's super humble he won't tell you but i mean right. he, then, he's won <laughs> right. i mean he's done the x games remember the mtv like sports no like, i well, entered i entered the first x game as flatline oh yeah it was like, amateur oh, right. it wasn't it wasn't and, and this and you gotta think too this is like 96 or something like no i like, did that's like, why i'm impressed like my, like my folder and all my other friends had like these dudes we had their pictures on our walls in our folder girls in our class at that point knew who he was and different guys it was like hey a, were you slaying a phenomenon randy I had a girlfriend. I was always a good what guy. The fuck? Was, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm just here doing my shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know. I got to, I got lucky. But uh, hold on, like hold 90, on. He didn't get lucky you because got, you were good at it. Yeah, yeah. well, that helped. Was, that <laughs> helped a lot. But I, I seriously, well, because what happened? I started rollerblading. I, I grew up in like Reno Valley for until I was about skate park 14. That skate, that skate Dude, park. Right. I used yeah, to yeah, ride yeah. that park all the time. It was a great. But park. then my my dad got jumped and he like lost his eye. No so way. he took my brothers and sisters' um, college fund and like and bought a house and we moved to Cyprus and he wanted me to go to Los Alamitos high school, Los Alamitos high school, because that's where he went. Mm-hmm. So we used my grandma's address and it just so happened that this guy, Brian Kanowski went there and he was one of the guys that started Senate. Yeah. So I started skating with him and that's how I also met Justin Reynolds, which is pretty random. So, so, like, so there's some luck. To now it, you was know I mean? uh, like, Stanbridge the teacher then? Oh, I didn't know. I don't think so. It's so funny. No, like, Stanbridge had, he's not that much older than me. How old? St- I mean, he's older than me, but he's not he's that what, much older. He's what, 50, 40, He's not much older. He's not much older than us, honestly. I'm is not he? sure if he's teaching at that time. That was well, I, I, I don't know his age. He's, no, he's not that old. Yeah, I know the Haggard Pirate dudes. Fucking, uh, they, that was their teacher. Uh, that's yeah, funny. yeah, that's, that's awesome. Wild, yeah. I think Mike's only a few years older than you, essentially. Yeah, I think. Oh fuck! I don't think he's in his fifties, right? No, no. But even like, doesn't look even like if it. he was. I could be your teacher if I was only six years. Old, you know, <laughs> right, right. True. Like it's that's possible. the shit you gotta think about. Is like, that. I don't trust teachers. Yeah. But I trust you, Mike, but. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But anyway, so you, you went to Los Alamitos. You yeah, I ended up on Los Alamitos. Yeah. yeah, and then the guy, like, um, that started, the, one of the founders of the Senate went there. So I just started skating with him, you know? And yeah, that's, that's the luck part. Dude. But luckily, Kinesky I was good enough. He was one to... of the premier photographers at the time. Right. Still is. He's super talented. Um, yeah. And, and for some reason, networked in all this too was Justin Reynolds early on, which is even more weirder. Like, yeah, he, later on, Reynolds, when I met him, I was like, I was just, my mind was blown as far so as. So like, you met Reynolds through. Uh, Randy. I'm in Reynolds, Reynolds with Randy. Okay. Yeah. And Reynolds, uh, he he started taking me skating, like, because I would I would try to go rollerblading with the uh, that that dude Kanowski, and uh, I'll take one. And uh, sorry, it's a little warm. That's okay. <laughs> so I started. I was always asking Kanowski to take me skating, and then Reynolds is like, "Who's this little fucking twerp?" Like he's like, 
always coming around. You're like, let's go skate, let's go skate. And then finally one day, Reynolds is all, oh, I'll take you skating, dude. And he like took me skating, and I just skated with all of his uh, skateboarder friends. But that's how I got the nickname Roadhouse. Like he called me Roadhouse one day when he introduced me to um, one of his friends, and that stuck with my whole rollerblading career. So you were rollerblading uh, with Reynolds and skating. Yeah, they were all skateboarders. Which is like, I was the it's only... funny because Reynolds jokes on. around. Yeah, Everyone did that then. Yeah. So I, I get it because that's you didn't like go hey. I'm gonna go riding. I rode bikes, yeah. mm-hmm. so it'd be like me, two skaters, two, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. You guys would just hang yeah, out and like just in, fucking go. Yeah, like in Carson, like I mean, I skated with all skateboarders, and it was always real recognized. Real as long as you weren't were cool and legit, and you just weren't like you know weren't super whack. Hey, like, no, you could no one told you. you guys you were fruit booters. No, no, that wasn't no. Even, that wasn't even a term yet. That, was yeah. even a term. Hey, but that, when, that wasn't a term yet. Here, yeah, here's the thing though. When I went to course, uh, yeah. when I went to Los Al, <laughs> Brian Kanowski was the only other rollerblader there. Yeah. There was no rollerbladers. So, like Los Al was football, skateboarding, and surfing. That's it. There wasn't like any rollerbladers whatsoever. So I was just the rollerblader Randy. And then when I started getting on like ESPN and stuff, people would just roll up like, hey, I saw you on ESPN. And I'm like, sweet. <laughs> like I didn't know what to say and stuff, you know, but just, it was like kind of random. But were you, um, were you making like money then? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was making some money. Did you make pretty decent living doing rollerblades? Um, mm-hmm. I started like, well, I just at one point, like within like two or three years of my rollerblading career, I was like making more than my dad and stuff. So that was kind of cool. Dude, Especially how when was you don't that, pay rent, dude? you still live at How old were you then? Uh, 18? Yeah, like 16, 17, 18, 19. Like I, I did until 25 years old. From 15 to 25 pretty much was my full-time job. That's all I did? Yeah, that's all I did. Um, If you don't mind me asking, because I know you're young. Yeah. I was young too. I had some money sometimes, but I fucking blew it all. Yeah, yeah. How I did, did the finance thing go? Yeah, I'm not so good. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be here right now, bro. Right, right. <laughs> no, well, I, I mean, I, I actually, one point in time, I had like 90 grand in my savings. Fuck. Oh, it's like if I mutual funds or something. I don't know. I don't even know. You got to remember we, that money, though, like when it, uh, when the, 20 years ago. It was like, yeah. that's like probably like 300 grand no problem right like there was like some crash or something and i lost it all you know like i thought it well my dad was like doing the mutual funds things for me and i still don't even know anything about that stuff i should learn more but really but yeah not all of it but then i got into crazy debt because i tried to start all these rollbutting brands and i put all the shit on my credit card and i got you know some bad business partners and stuff and so i ended up being like i was like 24 years old and i was like thirty-five thousand dollars in debt oh my god which is like kind of shitty but i just did debt consolidation and the brands worked out yeah, the brands are cool though. Yeah. <laughs> what brands were they? Uh, I uh, one was Second Regime, but that's not the one that got me in trouble. It was this uh, clothing brand called Esoteric that I did with my my friend Matt. Hey, that's a cool name. So yeah, and I mean, so I had a band in, in high school called Esoteric. Oh right, okay. <laughs> it was a thrash metal, like, <laughs> but I know what it means. So it's like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a fucking yeah. cool yeah. name. And yeah, I got things yeah. at the time. Is like it was like yeah, it was kind of prime time you know like these core brands where there's a true industry going and everything else like mm-hmm. from the outside looking in and everything no was like that was like fresh. when 976 was like all those brands like were doing a crossover yeah so it wasn't just like oh i mean you could it was pa- like it was like rollerblading skating uh yeah. riding bikes all of it <clears throat> on one brand yeah i mean just so, to, yeah. just a oh. perspective it's like where you nowadays you could go into pack sun or tilly's and buy salty crew there you go back yep. then you That's go what and, it was, i yes. was buying my senate gear from uh, pack sun and yeah, the Lama mall senate like, was yeah. Was it rollerblade first or no? It was all rollerblading. Was it? But we did sponsor. But it was a huge skating company too, right? No, just all rollerblading. It was it? But we sponsored Dave Mira, Jay Miron, uh, uh, Rooftop. We sponsored those guys. Yeah, there was some crossover. Jay Mira, Rick, oh, Rick Thorne. Rick Thorne. Yeah, he oh, was. I met Rick Thorne came to my shop. Yeah, he's yeah, he's rad. Dude. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Later, I probably you're thinking the later years once it um, it got yes. sold off and then it kind of got licensed and then it was mm-hmm. just in Big Five or wherever else is probably where you saw it crossover into other sports and things, but. Yeah, it's it's a crazy a story too, and and I don't know if a lot of people would know that, but in your heart, 
you're a business owner, Randy. I could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I, you have a company now, Kicker, right? Yeah, Kicker. Is it just you or now? Um, now it is. But when we restarted the brand, because the brand was around a long yeah, time ago. Hold on ago. one second. Uh-oh. I got to pee. I'm sorry. Go for Pause. it. Pause. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Recording. All right, check it. Check, 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 check. Are we good? We're good. We're good. Back. <clears throat> All right. So, Randy, let's talk about Kicker. Kicker fishing brand. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> when I just first, so the first fish I kind of like landed was on your uh, What pickle. kind of fish? Calico. Pickle kick. Yep. It was. Your dad. Well, your first weedless fish, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it was the second. Okay. Oh, first, and then the second was Rez, and I took the picture of Rez. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Rez. <laughs> you know, but like I was getting bit. Like we went out, and your dad fucking had it locked, and he's like, "Ah, for the we'll call it something else." Oh, I mean that's <laughs> the pickle dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like and it, and it worked. Yeah, 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 there's there's you know? a story behind that story whole story. So, uh, but let's start with kicker. Let's. So, when did you make? Uh, this is hard because. Let's talk about just how Kicker came came about first. Because I want to know about the weed list. I want to know about the iron, you know. like Yeah. There's a lot well, to so Kicker was a brand. It was before like we bought the brand. When I say we, it was Justin Hugron and I. Um, and Kicker started in like 98. I guess the guy ran it for about 10 years or so. And then uh, 2008, the recession hit. I, I believe he was running like a, a charter or something along the lines. Something, along, like, something like that. And... It, it wasn't all working out because no one's going fishing when there's a recession for the most part. You know? Yeah. So he closed the doors on uh, on Kicker, put everything, all the inventory he had left over in uh, in a storage unit, and it sat there for a few years, like seven, eight years or something. And, um, well, Justin Hugron and I took a trip down to the Sea of Cortez, go fish Cabrilla, which is fucking pretty awesome. Um, and we were just talking, we're like, dude, we want to start a brand. It sounds so fun. We want to do something that's like, a little bit bigger than your garage brand, you know. Yeah, everyone starts in the garage. I'm still in my garage, but <laughs> well, uh, not now with these new ones. I know, hopefully, hopefully, you know. Uh, and so, yeah, no. So we're like, oh, we're gonna do this and this, and we thought we had like, you know, the the perfect, you know, team because you know I, I'm a designer and he's he was doing sales. So we're like, you know, business has got to be easy, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're just like, you know, we're chatting because you have a long time to you know talk while you're driving down to. Yeah, uh, it's like a 12 hour like, you know, toe to get down yeah. to that area. And so we were just like, you know, throw, yeah, throwing all these ideas out left and right. And we're like, this is going to be so fun. Let's do this. So we we're going to start a company. But then we had heard about this brand. Um, I think Ben Coton was going to start, or yeah. he's going to buy it. He, he knew about Kicker being for sale. 
excuse me. And uh, so Ben Cohen was going to buy Kicker, and we had heard it for, like through our, or sorry, I'll take that back. So Ben Cohen was going to buy Kicker, and Hugron is really good friends with him. So he was saying that he's going to buy it, and we we're and I was telling uh, Hugron that we should, you know, let's help him out. I think it'd be kind of fun, like let's work on this stuff. And then Ben decided to back out and not buy it. And then Hugron had called me and told me he's like, dude. I think we should buy kicker. Like Ben doesn't want to do it, you know? And I was, I was like, well, fuck let's Like, all right, let's do this. And this was 2000. This is literally like five years ago. Okay. Five years right, ago. Yeah. All right. And, um, yeah. And that was, that was, it's funny thing is it was three weeks before Fred Hall. So here comes Fred Hall right now. Right. And, um, and we we're like, let's, let's do this. Let's pull the trigger. So we pulled the trigger. We bought, we bought the brand and the company was in shambles. It's like literally in a storage unit and all these like jigs and all different stages of life. Like some painted, some not, some raw, Fuck, some not, some so like wild, hooks dude. and rings and all this other random shit that came along with the company. So we just bought it, dude. And, and then we just started going nuts as soon as we could. And, um, we so they had, already have molds and shit. You could yeah, go so off we, of. Yeah. So oh, we bought right. the molds and stuff. And, um, and have you done any R and D since then? Like as, what do you mean by that? Like change the mold design? Uh, no, we no, kept, no, we've kept the lure like the exactly okay. the way it was. Yeah, because yeah, uh, this guy was like, when he was selling it to us, talking about all the work you put into it and the years you put into shaping this iron and stuff. And we're like, and you feel like you can catch yeah. fish on it. So it's like, why oh, yeah, yeah. It? Like yeah, I, I love fishing the iron I mean, like prior to like, that too. You know? Just even before they even purchased Kicker. Uh, and also, I use your guys' clips. Well, here's this though. <laughs> hey, who closed me? Your dad. Yeah. <laughs> so the, another my dad story. So, <laughs> right. This is what we're getting to right now. So. Before, you know, Randy got kicker, we'd all fish kicker because my dad was good friends with Donnie and good friends with Eric Nyman, who Eric Nyman was paying the jigs and all that back in the day. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Eric. Right. <laughs> um, so I was, we were all pretty well versed in, you know, we, everybody knows their Taddy 45 and, you know, the Salas 7X or Starman 112. <laughs> and, but, you know, there was other jigs. There was the kicker 25, the kicker 15. Do you the, have some in that box right there? Canyon yeah, I have some 12, new colors yeah. in this box. Right so, do you have some of the original, like uh, the twenty fives or the fifties? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, the so shape's exactly shape's the same. Exact same, but just, just the process and everything. Randy's changed, but I mean, so it's it's a jig that we all had confidence in because we, you know, we caught fish on them. Yeah, um, one of my best days fishing the iron. We like, talking about both, both stories, but we were stuck on the side of the West End of Clemente, <laughs> and we had like a four hour service iron bite, and I was fishing a kicker twenty five. Stuck like your boat well, died. The problem was is that I forgot to put oil in the boat. And uh, right when this we, is that same 17 foot. Uh, <laughs> no, this is, you, this is, hold on, this is actually the, uh, the no, this is the hydro hose. This is the next boat. No, it wasn't hydro. Yeah, because we ran out of oil when we sure? got there. Yeah, because we only hey, took. Oh, hold on. You guys were face down, bass up, right? Yeah, Correct. that's our team. Yeah. Who yeah. made that name up? That was kind of a collective it, yeah, kind decision. Of mutual thing. Hey, that's you know, a great fucking name. Yeah. It's obviously a little shout out to that crew right there. Yeah, to that crew. Yeah. My wife. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that so, won't happen. And we and back again. That we always try to just have fun with everything we did. Like everything was kind of always kind of a so joke ridiculous. So we're just ridiculous. out of control. Ridiculous, but um, which is what you should be doing. Yeah, that was that was the you know the core origin of everything. Just going out having fun, you know. Right. But anyway, hey, so what did your dad think of the name? Oh, he thought it was great. You know, well, it's not something he'd ever. Hang what his what thing, His dad threw a tournament once, and uh, Reynolds, uh, Reynolds, Bino, and I—we fished it, and we were. Um, your dad touched our bass. Oh yeah, uh, in his dad's tournament. It was, that was a our charity team tournament. Name. That, was that he was putting on, and then he, he kind of kept the SW format. You know, kind of got up a team name. And yeah, we. It was a three man. It, he allowed three people, so of course me, uh, Spicer, and Reynolds collaborated on that, and yeah, our team name was your dad touched my bass. Followed up. <laughs> 
And we, we won. I think we won. Or, think, or, or, or what were you just saying? That's where I got my PB. Was hey, oh, that, yeah. We, oh, no, no. We, we don't get Save the whaler. I don't hey, know. Hey, did whatever. you catch it? Another tournament. What's that? Your dad touched the bass? <laughs> yeah, when he weighed <laughs> it. <in. laughs> um, oh, that, what, what's just so fun? This is the shit that people oh, need to hear. Was like, yeah, yeah, that's when you got your PB. Okay. Oh, oh was. Yeah, that's right. That was the saving the whaler. Yeah, on the crankbait. DD22, Sour Green. Okay. Why go are you Lakers. giving it all away right now? Yeah. There's, a, there's a tournament I mean, in a couple weeks. Oh, no, my dude, A-pop, like, go, it's, This yeah, shit go, still works, bro. Yeah. Be I mean, quiet. we're all going to have a DD22. If you don't have a DD22 <laughs> in your box already, you're like, dude, you're Listen, missing out. I'm sorry, but People are so, so worried about like color and stuff when it comes to lures. No, just throw it. Yeah. Matt went to Walmart. Whatever was at Walmart, we, that's what We were on this. Dude. Okay, I got a Walmart bite. I'm like, hey, dude. We were on a Walmart bite, but we were just We literally were on the Walmart pattern, like maybe the whole SWA season. It was the, and like, I'll give everything away. If you ask me, I'll tell you, but it's the Strike King Bitsy Flip. You could oh, get was... there at Walmart, which, yes, you got in your head. They work great for spotties. Oh, so, Pick yeah. up a bag of Lunker Grubs, Kaylin's Lunker Grubs and Bluegill. Throw that on. Like, how many two plus pound fish have caught? Right. A lot. Mm-hmm. Grab a deep little end. Well, n- grab a DD22. They had one or two colors at the time. Apoc, Sour Grape, and like Lavender Shad. Mm-hmm. And there you go. And then your standard swim bait like we like the first time when we first were fishing we joked that we never fished swim baits <clears throat> it was crankbaits hard mm-hmm. baits everything right. except a conventional swim bait I, we always just like fishing different things but there was times we'd get on the boat with your dad and he'd be like they eat that yeah like because we just no way, would throw anything freshwater was, out there for and them, i was you know? you know like i was always scrounging the internet for the weirdest <laughs> speaking of scroungers i mean oh, scrounging those two those were yeah good. yeah Dude, he used to throw a scrounger for Calico so long ago, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, so long. They work like, so fucking good, right? Dude. I mean, yeah, like the ounce and a half and the short bill and the long bill. And I mean, back then it was just a Magnum fluke. I mean, just hey, whatever. Like, hey, no, stop just think about it, dude. Just, just like, think about it. And it, if you think like a fish will eat it, there's yeah. a really good and chance like, like, that Calico will eat it. And this is, this and is so cool because like I'm way beginning compared to you guys, but mm. that's kind of like what I thought. I'm like, Oh fuck! I'm doing like, this tournament with Jeff. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. He's the pro, are. you know. He's yeah, a we all are. Hey, <laughs> hey, he said you are. We know you are, Nick. <laughs> no, but you know, like I don't know as much as Jeff. Like, so I'm yeah. like, all right, what's my game plan? So I've looked through shit, and I'm like, oh, maybe this will work. Go try it out, because I could fish during the week, all week. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. And it's like pretty much what you guys are saying is like you find some freshwater shit that might work, and you go, oh, let me try this. Yeah. Oh, it fucking works great. You know, you just never know, and people need to try that. Yeah, and mind you, this is like your head outside of the box. It's like I mean, like yeah. spotties eat lizards. Yeah, right. I mean, You're right. Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, yeah. And mind you, this is like 12, 13 years ago when we were just. It was like a full discovery as far as like oh, what God, we can do. I couldn't do. Like, imagine the bites well, that you're getting. Right? And you like, kind of mentioned like pre-war baits. At that point in time, it's like you had a swim bait and an iron. I was like, that's cool, but like it just gets boring. Like, what else can we do? Fuck, dude. So I mean, I would. I, and this is, is, and I kind of look at everything as somewhat of a creative process of like me late hours of the night on tackle warehouse whatever like that looked like i could work were you that going to like performance were you guys going to performance yeah, yeah. I, was yeah. Going, yeah. I, I was going to performance and save on primarily the those two shops um and then you know i would get the stuff that i gave my hands on there and then everything else i was i was always scouring ebay like musky stuff but like i was at least i was op- my eyes were open to at least look into there you know um and it, yeah it was like early on the night like sandy's podcast i met i made uh, gave him a message was like dude so i'm not the kid that invented a nine inch hard bait you know like no like people have been doing it before it's nothing new it's just <laughs> yeah you know i mean 
just it's just fun getting bit on stuff yeah. and like oh i think they'll eat this and it's like random as shit and they you make it happen it's, it's just right, some, of the lures, some of the lures i made in my garage that are so random oh, yeah. looking well let's know? get back to fun <laughs> that's, kinda, yeah, that's how we right. came let's get back yeah. to kicker let's get it's back so to, easy kicker. to like tangent off it yeah it's fun so but it's I mean, like uh so you bought the company you had the irons already mm-hmm. when did you start making the swim bait well the swim bait was something um i worked with uh, a friend of ours uh wick curry who used yeah. to paint like triple trouts and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh he God. He came Whitmer, up with uh Scott Whitmer. At um, he came up on Chris Purcell's podcast. Mm-hmm. So he, he, underground. Yeah. he was like, Oh, like, yeah. uh, I don't well, know if we, we fished with him a handful of times and he told he's me he's a freshwater guy, right? Really yeah. Low-key yeah. Dude, okay. but he's, yeah. He's sharpened. Yeah. 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 He's sharp. Um, but he, like he's, uh, he hand sanded me that like crafted me this, you know, pickle kick that, I used to, oh, we used to call it the pickle dick, but, and that's Reynolds, that's <laughs> yeah. Reynolds for you. He, he named all, all lures pretty much. And I had one called dicks out and then the other one was a shadick. So I had like three <laughs> different lures that I was always like pouring in my garage, but the pickle kick was the one that kind of reigned true. Um, yeah. but wit, he, he shaped me this like pretty rad swim bait, you know? And, and like, you know, I went back and forth with him like, oh, I'd take this fin off, add that fin, whatever, you know? And then we just had this one mold. And I guess he made another one. I think this other guy had a, a copy of it, but I would just pour them all the time. And people, uh, we had a handful of the homies for like the COC would always yeah. reach out. Like it's, it's kind of, you got to pour me these for the, for the tournament. And you got it. You know, we like, had some of that no one else had and it got, it just got absolutely bit. It was, you know, at the nine, time, just nine inch. Yeah. I think too, this is like, I don't even know Explain what year. Explain the, the, now we're going to cut, cut into video. Yeah. Um, explain the whole, the design of the lure so we can, kind of see it right now so if you look at it yeah, yeah. tell us about it right, so, okay. so we'll do a little bit and, it's gonna be cut in randy's yeah and like let me just segue so like this was he's got nine inches in his hand he's yeah. used to that yeah i mean if you look at it <laughs> it might make you excited uh, and this was early like you know weedless was just sort of happening as far as like the you know we the fishing weedless i mean for what's worth we were fishing weedless a little earlier on with so when you made this base, uh yeah what hook were you using we what did God, we, we had the Edo Beast Hook. I yeah, mean, that was the only thing that was So Edo Beast Hook yeah. was our weight on the bottom, or no? Yeah, it was a three yeah, eighths. Yeah. Whatever was available. Were you was... adding like lead tape on the? Fucking no, no. Yeah. Just keeping really it like yeah. it's top water, not top water, but subsurface. I yes. Guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you when you like kind of thought about it, were you like, hey, this is what I want to look like? Well, because your weed list doesn't look like everyone else's. That's no. cool. So. Like we were all talking. Like, it looks like a fucking cop. <laughs> <laughs> so we it really like, does, dude. <laughs> so, so at the time the MC was out, that was like a five inch, six inch bait, maybe. Yeah, probably you know? five inch. And then yeah. we were fishing. Um, hey, what the- did you do? You pulled your cock out and said, "Bam!" <laughs> there well, it is. Really? I, only ha- I only had to mold half of it to make it. You know, so. <laughs> the other half is a tail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, but it's it's a it's a different looking bait. So it's like. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I admit it's a little phallic looking, but that wasn't the intention of yeah. it. But mm-hmm. it just after the one that he'd made, you know, it um, it just so got was so this bit, the first so. generation or what? Is this, this is way past first generation. Like, so how many now, times was a different mold made to get to where you're at right now? Well, the first one that uh, that Wit made for me was a top pour, you know. Yeah. And so when I was like, well, we got to bring the pickle dick at the time, <laughs> pickle kick to we got we got to make this swim bait for for kicker once we started the brand, right? And it took a long time to get to Did where we are now. Did you get aluminum molds made and like? Yeah, so oh, so fuck, we went through a, a bunch of so now it's like direct injected. It's not a top pour, you know. Obviously, so you can do like the cool scales and the hook slot and all that fun yeah. stuff. But um, 
Yeah, we went back, all right, 3D printing. And so I worked with this guy, Josh Granitz, who's actually, he's a rad human. He's, uh, he works for like Oakley and he does a lot of like 3D design and all this stuff. And he literally would print like all these 3D prints for me. I'd make changes, went back and forth, probably made like seven or eight different yeah, prints. And, so like, this man. is like anatomically perfect. As far as the original, original deal was like, it was a little rough around the edges. It was a top pour, like bubbles. Is this the newest uh, bait you have right now? Yeah, this is actually production no one's no one's used that yet. Well, no. I mean, you guys have that's it we have yeah. yeah uh and what else is new about it is you have the paint right yeah and we have like i probably went a little like uh too hard in the paint no it looks bad <laughs> <laughs> uh pun intended no um i could go farther yeah i went like i mean we have four we're gonna have right I could. We'll, we'll cut that out um, but um no yeah, really no, like what i'm trying to say is like yeah uh, it looks amazing like it looks really fucking good thanks dude like yeah like so that's why i want to talk about like the paint uh who came up with the scheme did you come up with it yeah i mean we there's some handful of them are just like you know pretty obvious colorways you have like a yeah, sardine a yeah. mackerel you know things like that and then some things that we've just even your sardines like it looks like a lucky fucking it's super crap, on point almost. i yeah. mean you know like the dot everything looks it looks amazing and like so the one thing that you know and i'm not that dude who would make things as perfect as Spicer. Like I'm little, I would just, I like blems and I like stuff that's imperfect, but Randy, like he'll go above and beyond to make sure someone's like perfect. Do you so, know like, your color schemes? Like, can you name off uh different colors you made? Like, do you know what every color was like right now? Well, I mean, I can tell like if you showed me any one of my lures right now. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Then, what colors are you making? In the, was that nine? Yeah. It's the nine inch. What now. colors are you making? Well, I basically did every color in all sizes for the most part. So um, what are the colors? You want to hear all of them? We're going to put them in the fucking podcast. Oh, geez. Well, okay. So you I better actually, fucking know. So you're a business The owner. goal is, uh, <laughs> I mean, if they're going to make it here in time from uh, the factory um, for Fred Hall is to release, and I have 14 colorways in three different sizes and stuff. So, I mean, it sounds like a mouthful to name them all, but I'll just, I'll name some of my, my Let's favorites. Let's see how good you are. Right now I got Wounded Soldier in my hand. Okay. Um, and then we got, I mean, hey, like, you don't need to bring them out because we're going to cut it in. Well, we have some, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, we have some, yeah. like, I kind of went with some, um, a couple of minty colors because there's not really that many minty uh, swim baits and saltwater for, yeah. uh, saltwater fishermen just love mint, you know? And these colors just look pretty awesome in the water too. So mm-hmm. I figured it was kind of fun, but this one's called like refreshment and there's a, another one called commitment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I this, love this one's called the Bombora. fucking names, dude. Bombora. Yeah, uh, Reynolds actually helped me with a lot of the names. <laughs> uh, oh, this one's, this one's a good one. So this is basically our bluegill color right here. This one you're looking at right now. And we call it Gill Bill. Have you... <laughs> <laughs> so, have you have you thrown these for a largemouth or a striper? Uh, I've thrown a lot of the prototypes. Yeah, really? we've done we've done pretty okay with with the. What I mean, haven't fished stripers yet. And what I'm, sizes are you making? Uh, nine, seven, and five. Wow, dude, I can't wait to fish at five. Check yeah, out the five. Check <laughs> well, we've been hey, for are spotties. they weedless five? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right are you fucking kidding? Oh man, oh, we'll it's like, <laughs> I'm still. Oh, that's that's sexy smell right there. There you go, dude. That is really fucking cool, man. Thanks. I'm gonna say you guys are the first weedless five. Uh, I'm sure there's. Who, would, who, go, who else makes one production? Oh, I don't. I'm sure there's a handful of brands out there that do. I it. Mean, I mean, saltwater calico. Oh, saltwater stuff. Yeah, I, I, MC's got to have one. I got to imagine MC has one, and I'm and I'm pretty sure Pearl has one as well. But I mean, yeah, those are just, the A rig masters right there. Oh my god, oh. I can't imagine. <laughs> because you could put like a weedless hook on the A rig, and you yeah, know? if you want to, but you can also just. 
put a lead head in it. Like, still get on that hey, five, I'm trying to what? sell your shit, bro. Right, right, right. No, right, right. You <laughs> shut up, Randy. <laughs> okay. Fuck, so, man. Like, so you can also do this. I'll tell you, the kit, the kit on that five is that, that flashy swimmer, like the five. Oh, uh, yeah. Like a lot of these, like oh, that fuck, on the, the flashy man, swimmer, I the five. Imagine. I'll, I'll give you some video of that. Yeah. And then the seven, you want like an eight-o size hook. And yeah. then once the once owner comes out of that three-quarter, that's probably going to be the deal. Yeah. Or that the flashy swimmer again, if you want that. And then on the bigger nine, take a pick. Your 10 or 12 o. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I like bigger hook bigs I can get away with. They but. make a 12 flashy spinner too. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you those look flashy minnow. What do they call dude. it? Flashy minnow? Oh, what? Do you have like rod? Um, <laughs> you like look that? at this fucking dickhead. Hip hop. Yo, 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 yo. I think I broke hey, it. Do you have like a rod preferences for, e- for uh, each each name? Like, like, oh, yo, I want to throw on the five inch yeah. i like to throw well, the five inch one i like to fish my my ritual um seven five medium heavy okay that's pretty nice for the little guy uh, especially for spotties uh-huh. and then um i use a i have like a phoenix uh like a seven six uh i like them i like my rod like short and stout for throwing the weedless because people uh, you want to like kind of cast like not too far because if you cast really far cast over all the kelp they're gonna win if they bite you on the other side of yeah. like yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. so you got to keep it like fairly close to when you're casting like don't go for those hail mary casts you know so you need something like short and stout and the rod that i use is like pretty beefy in a sense yeah. with like 400 uh tranks on there you know tranks so 400 seven nine i have the, seven well six. seven uh marks i fish mark seven eight yeah higashi's yeah, the same performance, one. performance yeah. Yeah. which is cool because I, I heard ritual like when i heard the story from mark he's like oh i had a lot he's like if you wanted to buy like a production yeah, uh, a performance oh, dude, he, rod. It's like a ritual rod for the. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like, I would never, I never thought of that. You know, like, yeah, and that's cool that he promoted it that way. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Higashi, like, he put all of our, um, like, our basically our production samples together. Like, he like tweaked out. Are you part with, of Ritual too? Yeah, with Reynolds and Hugo. What the fuck, man? You didn't even talk about that. We haven't <laughs> got there yet. Okay, we just started. Randy kind of, <laughs> oh, fucking Randy. Randy's kind of low key behind Son the scenes of with a bitch. lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's move into ritual now. Let's talk about that. So uh, we heard uh, Mark's little bit of the story that uh, you guys came to him and kind of said, "Hey, we want to make a rod. Can you help us design it?" It sounded like that. Yeah, and uh, you made a pretty fucking cool rod. And you got a big pro on there, Jared Lintner. I mean, that's oh yeah, so that's deal. that's Schlock's doing. Hey, Jared uh, Lintner, come on my fucking podcast, asshole! I've seen you come down a couple times. That's Uncle Jared. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell Jared, Uncle Jared to Uncle come Jared. on, Jared's dude. Awesome. I fucking message him twice. Uh, I mean, Reynolds is the brains behind uh, Ritual. He's yeah. kind of the one that put the whole crew together for that and stuff. So, so. it's you, Reynolds, and just you two. Uh, we have uh, me, Reynolds, Hugon, and our uh, our good buddy Brad Vassar is the forerunners cool, of Ritual, cool. and then we work. Uh, with Pat Schlock, who has a lot to do with a lot of this, the the rod building and all cool. that stuff as well, and he's the reason we're in Tackle Warehouse and have Littner on the on the team. So that's fucking awesome. It's um, pretty cool. I like out. to hear how you design. So, <clears throat> like Irod told me, they like send back shit every time to like Korea, however mm-hmm. they do it. So when you make a rod, is it like, oh, let me change the guides like this? How do you go about making the rod, like the design, like? Um, well, Schlock's like I'm. I'm more of the creative guy behind it, like where like the look and feel. I made yeah. the logos and yeah. and all that fun stuff. And so Pat Schlock uh, worked with Reynolds and Littner a lot with Littner on yeah. the rods and made sure like everything was perfect. And that we had we sat down with Mark for uh, a really long time and just got that all dialed in. And literally, um, like generally, when you kind of get something from a factory they'll send you a sample and then you make changes and you send it back. Well, what they did is they all 
sat together and they made the samples and we sent it to the factory. And so when we got our production, it was like done. It was like, cause that back and forth, man, that shit takes forever. Yeah. You know? I mean, so, we do the same thing in the clothing industry as far as different changes and samples right. and iterations and TOP. But imagine if you production. like sewed it perfectly and you said, here, make this exactly like this, you know, that that's basically like, what yeah. happened. Dude, right. That's yeah. what, I, that's what I'm thinking is like, you made the perfect rods and match it. Yeah. I mean, for Done. the price point, like I, it's kind of hard, they're kind of <clears> hard to beat. You know? What do they start at? Like, uh, uh so the again, R2, I, Hey, I'm being yeah, a performance yeah. whore. <clears throat> The R1, you can get we have a performance. So right. <laughs> we have the R1 series and we have the R2 series. The R1, um, a little more price point. I believe it starts at 119 to like 160 uh, to like 150, 169, something around there. And then the R2s are a little bit more, but um, they start like more like 149 to 189. And you have a crankbait, everything. Yeah, yeah. There's every, I mean yeah, everything. Lintner fishes on. Yeah. Like a I don't think MLS, your guys' rods are technique specific, but it's mm-hmm. a versatile quiver that'll cover all your bases. And I'm I'm not I don't fish ritual, but I'm yeah, very, yeah. I've, you know I've obviously been around these guys and been around Jerry. Hey, your your friend doesn't fish your rods, bro. What the fuck? Well, this guy we, we try to get him to, but <sighs> he he's, he's got a good out. program over there. I got I got Nabu. a program up for fishing. <laughs> hey, he's, I'm a performance slut. He's an Abu slut. Well, we used to. Fish. Well, I'm, a, well, so, yeah. I'm just fucking around. No, no. We, we used to fish to Abu, Abu together back oh, in the yeah, day. Oh so, yeah, yeah, back back then. I mean, I got Bino sponsored actually. I think because no, seriously, I'm not. No, Decker hit me up and I was like, well, yeah, well, can can Bino be on the team too? So yeah, and he's like. I'm like, can you sponsor our team? And he, he literally took uh, some budget from his wife because his wife was sponsored yeah. to give it to to give it to Bino and I, so no, we could have like a good budget. You know? Seriously, like, like, dude. Shout so, out to Decker. He's yeah, the man. shout out to De- Decker's a man. De- Decker kind of helped us out totally. early on. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was cool. That's thing cool about SWA man. was like we meet all these cool people. And, Rad, yeah. You know, um, yeah, and I've been with Pure since then. So you know, now I'm able to work directly with the guys on sampling and production on a whole different. You know, similar to what they're doing. Um, but just with those brands. So, I, you know, like I mentioned in the last podcast, like I like the fact I could give a West Coast perspective and my two cents. And I'm, I'm and I told, like you do with shore pounding too. Like it's like, yeah, and I'm told, not many dudes do that. And like, I'm told, you know, like the nice thing is I'm totally honest. I'm like, yeah, I'm up front yeah, the same yeah, way yeah. I talk to you about this bait works, that doesn't. Just, yeah. I'm telling my, hey, yeah. dude, like this real seat, I don't like it. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. or hey, these guides, we don't need 12, you know, like, those little minute details that do go a long way. Um, and the nice thing is they, you know, they listen to their open ears and, you know, certain things and different products in the line, you know, yeah. I like, at least I know a little bit of my stamps on it. Yeah. I tested yeah, it, beat yeah, it up, yeah. destroyed it, made sure it works. So I agree, man. That's awesome. I'm down, but I don't fish Rachel, but they're my boys. <laughs> <laughs> and Jared's, 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 Jared's uncle Jared. And yeah. I, was, I was on the boat with Jared and he was like, Oh, this needs to be like this. And this needs to be like that. And, and Jared's Africa guy. So yeah, I talked to, uh, God, what's his name? Johnny trying to go places. Yeah, John. Uh, John Zilla. Uh, he's supposed to come on in March, I think. Cool. Uh, the videos he makes are amazing, bro. John's pretty talented. Yeah, yeah even that he he works with you guys with Afco. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. still does. We, we're working on a project right now at the moment um, that we're going to release at the Bassmaster Classic. Oh, it's going to air yeah. on Bassmaster Live. So, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, don't give it away. No, that's all you get. I'm just fucking with you. Um, do you guys have? Let's uh, say where you can reach you for Kicker Ritual. Anything else? Uh, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram anything. is Kicker at Kicker Fishing, uh-huh. and uh, Ritual is at Ritual Angling. Uh, website: uh, RitualAngling.com and KickerFishing.com. Easy money. Uh, and uh, your personal? My personal. Yeah, rollerblading. Oh, my rollerblading website. Address, <laughs> phone number. I just like. Uh, hey, no, your personal like Instagram. <laughs> oh, my personal is uh, just R Spicer. 
All right. And uh, Matt, what do you got going? Yeah, um, you could just find me on Instagram. Uh, it's Matt underscore Florentino. Um, I have a website that has been updated in probably two years, which is a shame <laughs> nice. because I run websites and things for a living, but it's <laughs> MattFlorentino.com. All right, tell me about it. Like, uh, it's like, I, I don't have time. I'm, yeah. a, uh, I'm a designer, um, <laughs> and my website can use some help. <laughs> so it's like... Uh, I'm always like looking at my webpage. I'm like, oh my god, this could be so much better. It's like literally my full time job. Like I, I work, <laughs> I work at an ad agency. I've been there for 11 years, and like I've been designing and developing web for that whole time. And I'm just Dude, like, I think that's with everything though. Like, yeah. you, if you have a it, like construction, you have a fucking house. Yeah, it's fucked up. Always, you <laughs> right. know, like you don't want to fix it. Just how it works, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck about it. You know, like whatever. But I get it. But support these guys. Uh, Matt's been a big supporter of the podcast from the beginning. I want to thank you for that, man. Yeah. No You've problem. helped this girl a lot. So, like, uh, I don't think we'd be where we're at right now if it wasn't for Matt. He's one of the guys that helped push this thing along. And I want to tell you thank you, man. No problem. It's been and fun. And thank you, Randy, for coming on. Yeah, Appreciate sure. it. Check out Kicker, Ritual. You guys will be at Fred Hall, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Booth uh, Come by, say hi. Uh, ask him about rollerblading. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the pickle, like, honestly, because I think last, what when you launched Pickle Kicks last year, God, they yeah, were pretty I was, much gone in, like, the first day. Yeah. So, so you're gonna have five inch there too, right? Yeah, I should have five, seven, and nine. Oh, yeah. go get them, dude. Those so, are uh, fucking sick. Cover all your bases, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, you'll see all the. Uh, we'll cut in everything on the podcast. So if you're watching, listening, go back, listen to, watch the YouTube. You'll see the cut ins of all the the, the products we're gonna bring. Thanks again, guys. Thank Appreciate you, it. Man. All right, see you next one. Man.